Hello friends and what is up? I am Daryl Smart and welcome to the Smart Sports Podcast. I hope you've all had a great week. This week's podcast has been a long time in the making. The rep hockey partnership between Simcoe, Port Dover, and Watford is a topic I've wanted to talk about for quite some time. So without further ado, I have Pat Meehan, who is Port Dover Minor Hockey's immediate past president and is the vice president of the new Norfolk Minor Hockey Association. Pat, it's great to have you on the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Well, thanks for having me, Daryl. I appreciate it. Well, like we we just said, this whole thing has been a long time coming and probably one of the the most talked about sports items in Norfolk County, really, over the last couple of years. Uh, And you've been at the forefront of all of this. And just, first of all, I might as well just ask, what is it like right now for you and the rest of the executive just to kind of have Norfolk Minor Hockey or Nor- the Norfolk Minor Hockey Association a thing now? This has got to be a really big deal for you guys. Yeah, it was a, it was a big sigh of relief for us. I guess when um, Norfolk or OMHA uh, approved our, our bid or our, our proposal, uh, a sigh of relief that it was passed, but then we all went, oh, geez, now the work begins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot, a lot more to get done now before the season even starts in uh, September. Mm-hmm. So, I guess we kind of realized at that time, but yeah, it was uh, I guess two years. We've, we've been in the process almost two years. Uh, really? Summer of twenty, summer of 2018, we we got together. Uh, we invited all the groups, I guess hockey related groups in the county. There was uh, Port Dover, Simcoe Waterford. Delhi, Langton, and we invited the Hurricanes too. Yeah, uh, just so everybody was on board, knew what we were uh, or proposing, or you know what everybody you know uh, was planning. I guess at that yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. So that so and, we, and, we went through that for the, I guess the first year. A couple of groups dropped out. Um, three of us continued on ourselves, port, being ported over. Simcoe and Waterford uh, continued on for that first year uh, and made our proposal to the OMHA, but we were turned down at that time. And I guess we were a little bit defeated, but uh, the core group, working group, decided we'd keep keep moving forward and uh, Mm -hmm. went through the whole process again, everybody back to the table and... When everything flushed out, we ended up with the three groups together again, Waterford, Port Dover, and Simcoe, and uh, moved forward from there. Nice. And and like you said, it really has been a process. And So how did this thing all start for your group? Because I know uh, probably about 10, probably uh, even longer, I think. Uh, I remember back in the day when I worked for the Simcoe Reformer, early 2000s, uh, Dave MacArthur was one of the, first people to kind of start putting the bug in the air. Maybe this is, maybe this should be a thing. And then it kind of died out once uh, Simcoe minor hockey went to uh, the Niagara loop. And there was a lot of travel involved in that. And that kind of fizzled things out for the most part. And then, then talk started kind of happening, I would say almost four or five years ago. Um, I know Ryan Vandebush, he had a spring hockey team and that's when some of these local spring hockey teams popped up and and I know I wrote a column for the Norfolk News about it as well saying, hey, this is this is kind of a thing of the future. For you guys, 
when did it kind of start and how did it kind of ha- go about? Well, I, I remember that I was, I was on the uh, director on the Port Dover board at that time. And, mm-hmm. um, I guess the mindset of that time was, well, we've been doing things this way for years. Um, it's not broken, but let's just keep going, you know? Yeah. Um, a, a lot of, a lot of directors at that time were, had been long serving, uh, members on the board and they were, I guess, against it. Understandably, you know, uh, well, exactly, people yeah. resist change. Um, and then again, I guess, like you said, it came up again two, three years ago and with numbers dwindling amongst all the associations, you know, the demographics changing here in Norfolk County, we're becoming more of a retirement community. So there's mm-hmm. not the, I guess, uh, supplier support group of families, uh, providing players and, and, and kids to the associations. Right. So we yeah. had to get a little bit creative and say, look at where, we're uh, failing in regist- uh, registration, I guess, uh, you know, the, the support group there. So mm-hmm. we have to do something. Was and, there, a, was uh, there a know, watershed moment at all throughout all this where there was like, it almost seemed like reality was sinking in about regist not necessarily registration, but the rep programs kind of uh, shrinking. Yeah. Well, we, we've all, all associations lost a lot of kids to, I guess, AAA and Bradford, other, you know, higher, uh, even Hamilton. So yeah. the thought was to, if we could attract and retain what we have here with a better level of programming, uh, you know, why not give it a shot and see what we can do? Yeah. Um, and so I, I guess that was, that was kind of a watershed moment was like, yeah, like we have, 20 or 30 or 40 kids going outside the county to play a higher level of hockey. What if we could offer them something here? Well, especially at the A level too, right? And then there's kids that go to Woodstock or like you said, play either in Brantford or Hamilton, even at the AAA level. Right. So. Yeah. And, and, and to the rep kids that we have here that could be playing that level, but didn't go there. And we have these kids come back, you know, we have kids of the same, um, mindset, I guess, skill level, uh, and uh, you know they're all playing together with their own age group, so they can develop and and uh, move up at the same time. I, I think it's I think it's a great idea. Was there? A, do you remember the first time you guys met, or who who was a part of that core group of, of individuals that kind of said, "All right, let's let's maybe start thinking about this." Well, well, uh, I guess the the core working group that carried on there was myself, uh, Sean McMillan from Port Dover, Chad Simmons, mm-hmm. um, Marty Jefferson, Gordon Alo, uh, Darren Courier were involved from Suco. Yeah, um, there was a couple gentlemen from Waterford who weren't involved anymore, and then Darnell Lambert came on this year, and Adam Howe. So all the people from the the core working group are basically faces on the new board. Nice. So what were, exception of a few um, others. So what were some of the early uh, reactions that you got from the rink? I, I know I, I heard my fair share just kind of being around the rink and of course being at an arm's length from things, but uh, being down at the ground level, what, what was some of the feedback that you heard when, when kind of the scuttlebutt started? I, I think the first year when we proposed it, there was a lot of, confusion and I guess fear, right? Yeah. As I mentioned before, people don't like change. 
Um, we were like, well, let's keep scraping along. We'll put the 12 or 13 uh, member teams on the ice, and we'll just keep trying to compete at what we're what we're doing or keep putting the same thing on the ice and not getting the same result or different results, right? Well, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah but yeah, that initial feedback, I, I think, was the fear or, or the unknown. And, and to our, I guess our the initial working group, to our fault, we didn't really communicate properly to the, the community and yeah. uh, each association. So when we got back to the drawing board, I guess, earlier last year, or, yeah, 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 we decided that we would uh, be as transparent as possible. The same message would be coming from each association, and it would be going out at the same time from each association. We created a Facebook page, so... Communication was key with yeah. our second go around to uh, uh, informing the public, I guess, and the memberships. Well, that was the one thing that I really did notice, especially on your Facebook page. Uh, there was always someone answering back. You know, there was always a response, and and the dialogue really seemed to 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 pick up within all the membership. Yeah, and when we made our presentation to OMHA too. Uh, that was one of the questions they asked. They said, what, what do you think the uh, change was from this year and last? Because we had our membership votes and, you know, some were turned down. This yeah. year, everybody voted, well, not unanimously, but uh, uh, everybody voted to pass the, the um, agreement. Yeah. And OMHA asked the same question. Well, what do you think? And, you know, we, uh, to a member, said it was communication. Do you think it was almost a blessing in disguise that to uh, have things kind of fall through the first attempt? Yeah, we we learned a lot, and um, you know you got to fail before you can move forward. Sometimes, <laughs> exactly, right? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, and just speaking of some of the some of the disappointments of it, uh, that we can even go back further. And like you said, you invited all five, uh, well, all six minor hockey associations in Waterford or in, uh, sorry, all six minor hockey associations in Norfolk and then, uh, Langton and Delhi obviously, uh, said no. Uh, were you guys surprised at that at all? Uh, we were given the situation, I, I guess with the County, yeah. um, everybody kind of knew ahead of time or that, you know, there were some rumblings from the County about closure of arenas. Um, with a larger group or the A group, we would utilize all of the ice times in each association, right? Yeah. So there'd be, um, all the games wouldn't be based out of one arena. So it wouldn't be like the A association is based out of Simcoe. We would spread it out between Waterford, Simcoe, Port Dover, or Lincoln and Delhi if they were involved too. Mm-hmm. Or there'd be better utilization with practice ice, game time, and game ice, and with each association retaining their local leagues. Yeah. Um, you know, we hope to attract more kids too. Well, exactly. And in, in, in a sense, you'd be strengthening all levels of, uh, all levels of minor hockey. Yeah, exactly. And for whatever reason, we don't know why, um, Lincoln and, and Delhi backed out, you know, there's a lot of, um, hearsay and but I'm not going to comment on that. But. Well, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, well, with with that said, when when those two associations didn't uh, or said no to you guys, uh, what was kind of the feeling? Was it a back to the drawing boards type of thing, or did you say, you know what, all right, let's okay, they they don't want to be a part of it, 
Let's uh, let's just focus on the task at hand. Yeah, we, we I guess we were a little bit surprised. We thought they'd be uh, more engaged with with it with the idea. Yeah, but but we move forward. You know, we can't. We couldn't wait. Or I guess we shouldn't shouldn't say we couldn't wait, but um, we just want to keep moving forward. You know. No, and again, that's the best way to go, especially with. Uh, Especially with some of the rep, rep programs, uh, you being in Port Dover, uh, over the last two years, you've had two rep teams, I think, two or three rep teams in, yeah, in Dover. Last the year, last... Yeah, this past year we've had a peewee rep and a juvenile rep, and that, that was all we had here. That is crazy. That, that, it, that boggles my yeah. mind. It's, uh, yeah, it's, you know, and just a matter of a few years ago, we had rep teams in all divisions, uh, multiple household teams. But, uh, yeah. you know, we've lost kids, as I mentioned before, to Brantford, AAA, and there's been outlaw leagues, too, for whatever reason. Yeah. You know, families or kids want to go there. Exactly. There, well, exactly. And then the same thing kind of happened in Waterford as well, where uh, there was only an Adam and a Peewee team this year. So. The, do you think that things started picking up momentum as a result of that? Uh, like you said, you only had, well, you had a a, a Peewee and a, a juvenile team in Dover, and then you had Adam and Peewee in Waterford. So it, it was almost in a war of attrition and a, a little bit more urgency, do you think? I think so. Probably for some people. Yeah. For sure. But, uh, Yeah. If you don't have a place to play rep hockey, then you, you're going to have to travel, you know, miles or hours to go play rep hockey, right? So we're giving kids across the county that opportunity and to play at a higher level. Yeah. And uh, just with everything done, and uh, now that you had three three associations on board, what was that feeling that you and the rest of the core group? What what was that feeling when all three associations finally said yes? Let's do this. Well, I guess we were all kind of holding our breath, hoping that <laughs> would happen, and then and when it when it did, you know, there's that sigh of relief, and you know, we we all worked hard to to promote this and, and to pitch it to everybody, and, and yeah. when it when it came through, I guess it was a, a small victory for us, but uh, like I said, the work's not done yet, and we're still in the, the early stages and the growth stages and there's going to be growing pains moving forward and who, you know, who knows what's going to uh, pop up in faces. Well, exactly. How, how long was that week when uh, you were waiting for each vote for you guys? <laughs> oh yeah. Geez, we were like, you know, there's some emails back and forth. Should we, should we ask them what's going on or, you know, no, just wait. No news is good news. And, <laughs> And yeah, I, I think it might have been about ten days before we actually got the uh, the word from the OMHA. But nice. And yeah. and just talking about that OMHA meeting, uh, how nerve wracking was it for your contingent to to go into that meeting knowing that you kind of had the fate of a, a county, the rep hockey as we know it, kind of within the county in the balance. I, you know, I, it wasn't really that nerve-wracking because we were well-prepared going in there. That's we, awesome. We'd, all, we'd been through the, the town hall meetings, the community presentations, and so I think we looked at it as an, just another presentation to uh, a different group. Um, and we were posed with some of the same questions that our memberships 
I guess, presented us, and mm -hmm. uh, we answered everything handily, and uh, yeah, it wasn't, uh, we, were, we were in and out in probably 45 minutes. That's awesome. So was, yeah. So, uh, so with, with everything approved, the next thing I noticed was you guys had to basically quickly put together an executive and what, what were kind of the steps behind that and how, how did that go about? Well, we have equal representation from each association. Nice. So there's, uh, four members from each association. They have equal voting rights. So it's not like, you know, Simcoe's a larger center. They have six or eight. You know, we had two, Waterford had two, so it's equal representation from each association. So, you know, everybody has to agree and vote on everything for it to pass. And one, one association is not going to force uh, uh, a motion through. Nice. And how important was that for you to have that, uh, that even representation for everything? I think it was huge. Personally, yeah. um, if we didn't have that, uh, I know our association probably, or membership probably wouldn't have voted for that. That's awesome. Just, yeah. just for that reason. Yeah. I'm sure, well, I can't speak for other associations, but I'm sure it was probably top of mind with them as well. No, exactly. Exactly. So now that you guys have an executive, uh, how was that first meeting? Uh, when was it? Our first meeting was uh, three weeks ago. Nice. So, yeah, that was the one where we just kind of all introduced ourselves and uh, laid out our uh, plan of attack, um, went home, kind of let it all absorb, and then met again. I guess we meet you know, once a week now for, since then. Nice. So, so yeah. do you guys realize how big of a deal this is? Like, has that been kind of talked about at all, or is does anybody kind of think about that? Because it really is a large deal, and... To be completely honest, it's you guys as a as a group. Norfolk Minor Hockey Association is is almost setting a standard for the rest of the county because, uh, like like we know uh, through municipal politics and and wardism and all that other stuff, and uh, with other sports even, um, there's a real refusal or a real there's a lot of tension when it comes to the word amalgamation, and for you guys to actually do it. Uh, do you guys realize how big of a deal that is? Yeah, and initially, I, I guess we worded it as, and we still consider it a, a partnership. I know in, yes. in OMHA's eyes, they call it an amalgamation, but, but we're calling it a partnership, which it truly is. That's awesome. Uh, there's three associations working together, and yeah, we, we do realize there's a huge amount of work ahead of us, in, in front of us and ahead of us, but yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but we were all aware of what it was going to take and what was going to be involved. And, um, you know, any one of us could have backed out at any time. And we're mm -hmm. all, all three of us stepped together and uh, pushed forward. Oh, which, thank heavens <laughs> that you guys have all done that. That's for sure. But uh, just to, just with all that said, is and again, I just, I just kind of harping on it a little bit, just about the importance of... Uh, uh, of the partnership and and you guys really worked on using really solid language behind everything and and I guess that partnership is a perfect example of it. Yes, and that's what we wanted. You know, uh, we didn't want it to. Uh, a true amalgamation would have been to blow up all three mm -hmm. um, organizations and have just one hockey association. So that would have controlled 
all the local leagues. Yeah. But with this uh, partnership, um, we have the rep, rep hockey program, and each uh, town, Simcoe, Port Dover, and Waterford, keeps the local leagues in their own autonomy, right? Oh well, yeah, and they, their own traditions, right? And I think that was right. I think that was the big deal with some of the associations really almost losing their identity, which they certainly aren't with this partnership. Exactly, and and you know we'll all work together still as uh, local league centers, and we'll be feeder systems for the the say association as well, right? So exactly. Hopefully, we can all. I guess this is down the road ways, but have maybe the same programming across the board so when the kids move up to these rep level teams uh, it's not uh, anything foreign to them and they can just step right in and, and uh, you know go with the puck no that's perfect no that really is perfect and uh, just with that uh, and, and there's a lot of changes to minor hockey as well so have you guys I guess you guys are in kind of a coming in at a really good time, I guess, just with the uh, name changes and well, like uh, name changes of leagues and, and just some of the, even some of the uh, rule changes. I know with Adam, uh, which is that U11, I think it is. It'll be U11, right? Adam. Yeah. U, 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 U10. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. Yeah. Adam's U11. Yeah. Yeah. U10, U11. Um, even with some of those new rules, uh, you guys are almost coming in at a perfect time because everything's kind of transitioning well, right? Yeah, so now it's it's not going to be a hard, uh, I guess, sell or changeover for a lot of people. So it would be like, this is the way it's going to be. So this is, you know, the new association. So we're starting with a clean slate. Yeah. Um, we can't, we're having spring tryouts this year, but uh, OMHA now mandates that you can't have any spring tryouts under Peewee. Yeah. So Kiwi and above will have spring tryouts, but uh, you know Adam and below there won't be. It'll be fall tryouts, and there's a whole new set of rules for, uh, I guess, under 11 page now. So. Yeah. So what are the next steps for you guys? I know the, the, one of the first things I saw on the Facebook page was uh, name the team. How how is that? Let's talk about that because it's a lot of fun. Uh, how has the response been so far? Yeah, well, it's, it's been pretty good. And there's been <laughs> pretty, some pretty, pretty interesting name choices, and uh, yeah, I, I, we tossed around some ideas what to do. Uh, you know, how we pick the winner, and you know, maybe we give them a free jersey or, or something like that from yeah. the association. And uh, yeah, there'll be a whole. I guess we'll, we'll take everybody's suggestions, and then there'll be a a vote or maybe a name drawn out of a hat. We're not sure how we're how we're going to go about that <laughs> yet, but. But it's been pretty fun, eh? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, I wish I could tell you all the names. But I know. I was going to ask, but I was. I pre- I pretty much knew the answer. Yeah, but yeah, it'll be fun for sure to come up with a new name, new logo. We were kind of going with the the Minnesota, the old Minnesota North Stars logo there, just to throw something out there, you know, Norfolk, Norfolk Stars kind of thing. But yeah, uh, I I think we'll deviate from that one for sure. But what about colors? Uh, that's yet to be determined. Uh, <laughs> I guess we'll have to see what the, the new name or logo comes up with. And we, we may hire a, you know, a designer or something to come up with something. Too, so. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. And uh, yeah. so the next step, I guess, is uh, trying to find coaches now. Yeah, uh, coaching applications. Um, if anybody's interested, um, our deadline's March 20th. 
Well, if you, if you go on to NorfolkMinorHockey.ca or any of the local, the three local associations, there's a link as well. You can fill out an application, and then uh, we'll have uh, interviews and uh, go from there. Nice. So first, uh, first season goals. Uh, have you guys set any goals? Um, I not really. I guess I guess just to be successful, and I know the a big. Uh, not just successful, but a lot of people are worried. I guess the the one feedback we've been getting from the public is, uh, are we going to be able to compete? Yeah. Are you going to be uh, a, a? Are you going single A? Yeah, single A. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, what we proposed to the OMHA. Uh, we're not sure which loop we're going to play in. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's up to the OMHA. There may be a whole new loop created because there's um, right now there's a lot of associations doing the same thing we are or in yeah, the same talk. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, just some local ones like Graham Burke and Ancaster, they formed in a center last year. Yeah. Um, Grimsby, West Lincoln and Lincoln, they form an association, a association. So, I mean, it's not that far to drive or that far to travel to play in those groups. But, yeah. Um, well, Numbers-wise, we, we did a... a and overall registration numbers between all the local A associations, and we're probably one of the higher um, numbers as far as really? registration. So I don't think there's any question about the compete level there. If we get all the uh, players from each association to come and try out and play where they should be playing, uh, I don't think there'd be a question to compete at all. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. That really is. And yeah. and again, I think you guys are really on the right track with uh, – with creating a partnership in this juncture, because like you said, the, a lot of centers are doing it. And, and again, several years ago, twin center did it in the, in the Southern counties loop. And, and, uh, I, I knew Ancaster and Glambrook had done it to create that a center. And then did you, did you take a look at any of those associations or some of those partnerships and kind of say, Hey, this is what we kind of want to do. Yeah, we kind of modeled ourselves after uh, Schaumburg and uh, yep. King Township. Yep. Um, they were relatively the same size, but they were there were only two associations, which was different than what we were proposing with three. But that was kind of the the model that uh, we followed. Mm-hmm. And the first year, I think they they voted the two associations voted was it carry on or not, and there was uh, I think it was a little under 100%, and then the second year it was uh, unanimous that they uh, continue on. So oh, wow, that's they, they awesome. Went through, they went through some growing pains, obviously, like as we will. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they're, they're uh, surviving and thriving. Oh, that's good to hear. And again, uh, it, it made me smile that you said Schaumburg because that was, uh, I think that the year that the Portnover Midgets, or the sorry, the Portnover Juveniles played Schaumburg in that OMHA final, I think that was the last Schoenberg team to to play in an OMHA playoff game, too, right? right? Yeah. And, yeah. and again, with the talk kind of happening around the same time, it was pretty fitting that Port Dover and Schoenberg were facing off. So, yeah, it's not a small world for sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, what kind of challenges do you th- think you guys will encounter? Well, uh, I guess uh, right now we're concerned about. Uh, the arena situation in uh, <laughs> yeah. County. What's gonna What's gonna happen there? Because 
we really were trying to put together a budget and decide uh, what registration is going to be, but we're not sure if county is going to control the arenas or it's going to be privatized and mm-hmm. what uh, ice time per hour is going to be. So we're just kind of ballparking things budget-wise, you know, but we have to, you know, we're coming down to the crunch time here to get to registration up and running. And, you know, if we tell people, okay, we're charging you $500 for registration, um, for example, and then all of a sudden things are privatized and ice time goes up to $275 an hour, how do we tell people, well, now you have to pay $800 a year to yeah to play hockey. Yeah, so we're, I guess the budget and the registration, that's a big uh, issue we're dealing with right now. Yeah, that's for um, sure. Other uh, than that, I think that's, that's the big thing and how we're going to utilize what ice we have, we're not sure, you know, with, I guess, the, the rec center's closing for sure. Yeah. So we had basically four ice pads to work with for scheduling amongst the three associations and the rep association, and now we're down to three. Plus we're dealing with all the other user groups, too, that have ice in each one of those facilities. So that, that's going to be a challenge. That's for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. Uh, what are some of the uh, timelines that you're going to have uh, set just as far as what loop you're going to pl- be playing in and uh, just some of those things? Yeah, well, as I mentioned, we, we're not sure which loop we're playing in. Um, I know there's uh, a loop down Niagara Way. Um, there's an A loop up, uh, I guess, St. Thomas up, you know, the Twin Center Way up that way. Yeah. Um, Hamilton Way, there's a couple teams down there. As I mentioned, the OMHA indicated there may be a whole new loop created this year, so we'll just have to wait uh, for their feedback or, I guess, their um, recommendations of where we play. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, tryouts are going to be the end of April. Yep. So, um, so how excited uh, are you about that? It's got to be pretty exciting just to kind of <laughs> know that tryouts for the the first Norfolk Minor Hockey Association teams are going. Basically, the ball's rolling on that. Yeah, well, it's the birth of a whole new organization, right? So yeah. it is exciting and uh, interesting to see who's who's going to try out and what we have, uh, you know, for teams and coaches and yeah, it's it's a whole new whole new day, I guess you could say. So <laughs> that is awesome. Well, thank you very much, Pat. I really, really appreciate uh, you uh, you taking the time out of your day to chat about this. And uh, like I said, I, I think it's one of the most talked about topics in uh, in sports, uh, locally especially, and uh, probably one of the most important uh, topics spoken about. So I really appreciate your time. No, uh, thank you. And uh, if anybody has any questions or concerns, you know, reach out. Don't uh, don't listen to the hearsay and uh, rumors on the street. Um, you know, we're we're all available to contact. We have a website up and running, as I mentioned, NorfolkMinorHockey.ca. We have a Facebook page. Um, we're all very approachable, and you know, we all want to make this work. So. That's awesome. Well, thank you very much, Pat. I really appreciate it. Okay, Daryl. Thank you. Shoutouts. This week's shoutout goes out to Maddie Marshalko. The Holy Trinity swimmer captured a silver and bronze medal at this week's Oxus Swimming Championships in Toronto. Congratulations, Maddie. 
Well, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you so much for taking the time of your day to listen. It really is appreciated. To find out more about our local sports scene, make sure to check out the Smart Sports Podcast Facebook page for more local sports news, scores, and more. And also make sure you like and share Smart Sports Podcast so we can continue to grow this thing into the place for all things local sports. Thank you again for listening. I am Gary Smart, and I will talk to you later.